Shapers. I'm a former Marine and former police detective, and I've done a lot of different cases from uh, traffic tickets all the way to murder and national security investigations. And I've come to this world of digital forensics because I realized that computer will never kill me compared to working undercover. I, I think I'm wrong in that assumption. So eventually, computers probably will uh, come after <laughs> us. But until then, I'm uh, writing books on how to actually do digital forensic investigations. This is a continuing episode of a series with Brett Shavers, author of Placing the Suspect Behind the Keyboard, using digital forensics and investigative techniques to identify cyber crime suspects. So I'm thinking about science fiction and trying to connect this to, to that. I don't know if you're a science fiction fan, so let me just ask that. Sure, I am, yes. So what's your... what? What kind of fiction do you like to read? You know, um, robotics, uh, robots, you know, the AI, El Machinia, robots are kind of iRobot, that kind of thing. Space, a little. I mean, I grew up in the Star Wars when, you know, I was a middle school and that came out. So, of course, Star Wars and all the other things, but it's not really my biggest fan. It's mostly technology with, um, you know, Black Mirror, those types of shows. Like, would there be a science fiction movie that had good digital forensics procedures in it? Never. Never? Um, <laughs> so, and I, I say to be honest, because um, sure. a friend of mine, you know, former Secret Service, he's a competitor friend of mine, does the same work. He was hired for CSI, for um, Cyber CSI, and he's given him tech, a tech advisor. And he was told all the time, yeah, that's too boring. It's not going to work. We need to make it flashy. And so they didn't hire him after a couple of shows, I guess. <laughs> and so whenever you see CSI or Cyber CSI, it's all flashy. It's not real. So there isn't anything really with that. When you see hacking scenes, it's all – it just – I understand for Hollywood you have to squeeze it in within 30 minutes or two hours. And you have to be able to crack into the uncrackable system. But, yeah, there's no, there's not really good stuff. But I take it with a grain of salt. Hey, yeah, you got to crack into it. Go ahead. You know, you broke the password that you know, can't mm. be broken. Right. So I'm not the biggest fan of that. But just because the movies aren't that – Great, you know. No, I, I, Te- I, I'm with you. Yeah, I know. As, as somebody who works in IT, I, every movie about hacking is kind of like actually Mr. Robot. That one yeah. they did a pretty good job you, on. You're I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. And, but most like Hollywood movies. So Mr. Robot's uh, what AMC, but Hollywood movies. They're they, like you said, they're trying to get to the good part, which is the action or something, and so they need to like. Speed along certain parts, like the password cracking is always a frustration. So I just, yeah. I just, I just ignore that part. It's like, okay, yeah. they somehow got the password. <laughs> yeah, even though Suspension it's a, the belief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know. <laughs> so uh, interesting, cyber CSI. I have to. I've never actually seen any of that. I'll have to like tune in and check that out. Well, there's uh, one one scene that I remember. They're holding up a hard drive. This is the hard drive, and it's actually 
a power supply to a computer. <laughs> so Oops. that's the type of. Uh, well, that's just know. annoying at that point. It's right. like, come on. <laughs> it's like, get it right. <laughs> you know, imaging a drive in 10 minutes, you know, that, that sort of thing. It's just like, okay, well, let's move on. <laughs> as, as somebody who worked on who worked on a movie set once, it's interesting because there's a cultural yeah. difference between actors who are, you know, uh, not engineers, <laughs> and and uh, teaching them how to do a good science fiction scene is is actually a little challenging because there's there's like basic things that if you're in engineering you would never mispronounce like you would always say kilometers you would say a number and you would have units on the end because you, otherwise you, right. nobody knows what you're talking about but uh, uh yeah no actors don't know these things and so they'll say kilo they'll say kilos or kilo, kilo, kilometers kilometers there we yep. are yeah yep. other things like that it's like oh so so and, and that takes good direct a good director who maybe understands science and technology a little bit to to, to, to kind of catch that and, and get it re, re fixed up so yeah no that's not easy yeah actors are aren't usual engineers engineers are out doing engineering work because you know that, that pays pays pretty good but actors are a whole different breed of person <laughs> well they don't know what they're acting you know look at mil military anyone in the, in the military sees a military movie and the Metals are upside down, or the patches are wrong, or you just go, "Oh, come on! Did they have? Did they hire anybody to at least dress these people?" <laughs> come on, it's just uh, ruins everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I know exactly what you're talking about there. Yeah. Right now, we can't come up with any good science fiction that has any forensic in it, and I haven't really. I can't say I've. There might be one or two that'll come to mind later, but right now, the ones I can think of most recently that didn't do a good job were like, I don't know if you watched Picard, the Star Trek series that was out recently, and it wasn't a procedural too much, but he had to like discover something in the room and it was, oh, because yeah, somebody was kidnapped. People were kidnapped in his office or in his home and he wasn't there at the time. And so yeah. they had to, you know, investigate the scene, work the scene and, and uncover what happened and it wasn't very honestly very satisfying when they discovered the problem because it was uh it didn't feel like there was a procedure it didn't feel it yeah, yeah it didn't feel like it was well, well yeah, done. It's, not, it's just it's such a boring job for um you look at you know, i've done child luring cases before where you know the kids got lured away right by somebody online and you go to the computer, and you know she, her, uh, you know the ten-year-old computer there, and the parents gave the kid a, that young computer. You go through what the chats were and that sort of thing, and it, and it's, it, I'm gonna say it's exciting. I'm say it's uh, stressful because it's like, oh, geez, there's got to be something in here. And I got to hurry up and find it because mm -hmm. the time goes longer, that sort of thing. And then when you find what you need to find to, to prevent something bad from happening or stop something bad from happening, the excitement is not the computer work; <laughs> it's the action that happens. And even when you're when you're doing it, it's not like it's exciting. Of oh, I found the email because it sits there on your screen, right? Or I, I found the IP address. You know, you and you and I know excitement because oh, it's, you connected the dots and it, you see the text stuff. Oh, it's exciting to, to us, but zero excitement to everybody else. Um, lawyers, I've had lawyers scream at me on the phone. Just tell me, did the guy do it or not? <laughs> right? And I'm thinking, I just did 40 hours worth of work to find out the guy did it. All he wants to know is, just tell me. <laughs> so that's why with movies, it makes it, I think it's, you couldn't have a two hour movie on someone doing forensics because yeah. the audience would say, give me my money back. This is, uh, <laughs> this is quite boring. So, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. But. And so if CSI can't do it, I don't know who can because they're the most successful, they're the most successful and closest to showing forensic work on a consistent basis. 
Yeah, and most of it is a lot of it is uh, hacking. Right? So they hack into a, a car to crash it, and, and they try to use forensics. Oh, we found out that it was uh, we traced it to this IP address. You know, ten seconds we got to get this connection. I mean, a bunch of stuff that's not realistic to make it exciting, and that's unfortunately. You know, it's forensic sounds so exciting on the outside, and, but if you're not interested in computers, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you like computers, it's it's great, but it's not great for everybody else because yeah. they just want to know, did the guy do it or did the guy not do it? Right, right, right. <laughs> Are you interested in science fiction with a Hawaiian twist? Nafi is a retired pro surfer who works security at a pineapple plant. He falls for a girl who uses him to break security so she can investigate a conspiracy to destroy Hawaii's pineapple crop. Unfortunately, she gets caught Nafi gets in trouble, and the epidemiologist who's behind the pineapple virus is out to kill them. Honolulu Hadi is a cyberpunk action-adventure novelette set in post-global warming Hawaii. To get this novelette, go to Amazon and search for Lancer Honolulu Hati. Check out the show notes and you will find goodies like links to Brett's book and his website. Where are the show notes? The show notes are in your podcast player right there for your easy tapping. If you're not using a podcast player and you downloaded this MP3 from a web page, go back to the web page and you will see the show notes there. This series started at episode 222. Go to space and type into the search box there if you need to go find the start of the series. Next episode, more Brett Shavers. Honestly, a book like this, I don't know if you cover, I think it's called Rubber Ducking. Rubber Ducks, yeah. Rubber Ducks. Uh, yeah. First one I did not. And this, this is—it's made to maybe detect things that happen. People using rubber ducks, but it's not a hacking book. And how to hack is how to catch. It's kind of like a counterintelligence book versus a, an intelligence gathering book. This is a counterintelligence to catch the spies, right, or catch the bad people. So I don't go over a lot of how to do it, other than what to look for when it's done.